Hello there, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from Family Bible, a ministry of Christian Family Reformation. I'm your host, Christian Horseman, and it's my prayer that as you and your family study God's Word together, you'll find this broadcast to be a blessing to your souls and an inspiration to grow in your relationship with the Lord Jesus. So without any further delay, let's get started. It's Monday, March 13th, year of our Lord, 2023, and today we're taking a closer look at the 42nd chapter of the book of Job. This chapter brings us to the close of Job's history, in which we find the Holy Spirit's testimony by his servant James to be quite true. The end of the Lord's dealings with him were very gracious. Here we find Job humbly submitting himself before his God, and nothing else but this can display more fully the state of a true penitent before the Lord. He no longer spoke in his own defense, but took shame to himself. He abhorred himself as a sinner in heart and life, especially for murmuring against Jehovah. True grace will always lead a sinner to confess his transgressions without self-justifying. Has it induced the same blessed effects in our souls as it did in Job? Have we been brought down in the deepest humiliation of soul so that Jesus may be exalted to our view and all human greatness may come to nothing? After the Lord had convinced and humbled Job and brought him to repentance, he comforted him and put honor upon him. The devil had undertaken to prove Job a hypocrite, and his three friends had condemned him as a wicked man. But when God says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, then it matters little who says otherwise. Job's friends had wronged the Lord by making earthly prosperity a mark of a true believer, and affliction a certain proof of divine wrath. Job had referred things to the future judgment more than his friends had done, and therefore he had spoken better of God than his friends had done. But when God was angry with the three friends, he put them in a way to make peace with him. Our quarrels with the Lord always begin on our part, but the peacemaking always begins on his. Peace with God is only to be had in his own way and upon his own terms. And just as Job prayed and offered sacrifices for those who had grieved and wounded his spirit, so also, Jesus prayed for his persecutors, and he still lives and forever lives to make intercession for transgressors. As the intercessor for his friends, Job is a picture of the Lord Jesus, the only mediator between God and men. See how the Lord turned Job's affliction into joy. Believers in Jesus should never lose sight of God's power and promises. The deepest trials in this life are only the seed time of a joyful harvest. To a child of God, there is no event that the Lord is not directing for his ultimate good. A kind and affectionate father or mother constantly does that which is ultimately good for their child without any departure from that plan. And we know that Jesus, whose wisdom and love are both engaged for this one purpose of doing his children good, is always doing that which shall ultimately accomplish that purpose. The last days of a righteous person sometimes prove to be his best, as his path like that of the morning light, shines more and more into the perfect day. God doubled Job's former possessions. Whether or not the Lord gives us health and earthly blessings, yet if we patiently suffer according to his will, we shall indeed be happy in the end. But that which was even more important than the restoration of Job's riches was the flourishing and virtuous family which arose around the noble patriarch, which was the gift of the Lord's grace and love. He was blessed with seven sons and three daughters, equal in number to his former happy family circle. There were probably no sons in Job's day, 
who were as famous as his for their virtues, just as there were no other daughters like his who were found to be so beautiful and graceful. It is interesting to note that Job gave his daughters inheritance among their brethren, which was unusual in those days. The spiritual quality of all persons is part of the Christian inheritance. In Christ there is neither male nor female, and so all the Lord's daughters shall share that inheritance which is reserved in heaven for everyone who has the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which, in the sight of God, is greatly valuable. Thus we see that Job was abundantly rewarded in this life, and when his reinvigorated body sunk with the weight of years, and his earthly tabernacle was hastening to decay, he also had a good hope through grace, whereby he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And thus ends the lives of all God's children, having served the Lord in his day and among his generation, he fell asleep. But here, in a point of contrast, we are led to contemplate our precious Lord Jesus. He remains our great high priest and intercessor, and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this concludes our study today in the 42nd chapter of the book of Job. Thank you so much, my friends, for tuning in to today's broadcast from Family Bible. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I invite you to join me again here tomorrow, Lord willing, and continue experiencing the richness of His precious Word with your family. If you found this resource to be a blessing to you today, please share it with someone you know. And consider taking a moment to leave a comment and tell others what you found edifying. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube so you'll never miss a new broadcast. And feel free to visit my website, ChristianFamilyReformation.com, for inspiration and encouragement in your family's walk with the Lord. I'm your host, Christian Horseman, and I want to thank you again for tuning in today. May the Lord inspire you to live life today in light of eternity. Seize the day for Jesus Christ. Music